intellectually petty radio on your stereo Don't compare us to anything, this a different scenario We break records while we pushing the culture forward Great music and big vibes right in that order Intellectually petty radio on the stereo Don't compare us to anything, this a different scenario We break records while we pushing the culture forward Great music and big vibes right in that order And you are now tuned into another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio, brought to you by M3S3 Clothing, Men Make Moves and Suckers Stand Still. And you know, man, I only fuck with legends around here, bro. And today is absolutely no motherfucking exception. I got your favorite MC's favorite MC in the building. D-Rick, what's good, bro? How you doing? <laughs> like, oh, shit. <laughs> Man, I'm turnt, nah, shit. I'm turnt. I'm good, man. I uh, appreciate you having me, dog. I'm good. Oh, no doubt, man. How's life? How's your family? Man, uh, life is life is good. Life is lifing. You know what I'm saying? God is with us the whole way, so it's uh, just uh, thankful for the opportunity every day. Family, good, healthy. Um, yeah, man, no complaints. That's what's up. Yo, and my bad, man. I don't know what's up with my restream, man. I didn't updated the title on YouTube. I'm trying to fix the shit, but it keep going back to the old title. Uh, and so I do apologize. I'll fix that at some point if I can't fix it in a short second. Yo, I asked this of everybody, man. And shout out to your manager, man, before I get started, man. She's motherfucking dope. I read her the truth, man. Read it. She, uh, she a force to be reckoned with, man, and I uh, just I can't give her enough praise and credit. Um, she is, you know, her job is arguably harder than, you know, sometimes the artist's job, most times the artist's job, because she do a lot of the work that don't nobody want to do. Man, you ain't lying about that, man. And I was, t- I literally was telling her, I'm like, I'm a fan of yours. Like you, yeah. You, anyway, man, I just like to give people a flowers. Yo, nigga, you are dope as fuck, nigga. Like I'm, I'm just one old nigga in his basement, but nigga, hey, where man, the fuck I you been, it. bro? Uh, no, I've been around, but you know, it's uh probably like in the last, I say two three years, we we really you know turned it up and really been taking it serious with a game plan, and uh, so I've been around, but I uh. I'm just uh, I'm humble when I hear people, you know, just. I think somebody must have called you or some shit like that, because it just I can't hear you. Hello. Hello. My boy, I, I, I can't we can't hear you. Yeah, my mute game is, is strong, although I didn't mute anybody. I meant my. uh you know, I'm not sure what happened. And yo, it's fucking snowing out here, like like horribly. So, and it's snowing in, snowing in Michigan too. I know. So you never know, man. If you got a uh, here, let's see. Maybe that. I don't know. Did that help? No, that didn't help. Uh, do me just just 
go out and come back in. I don't know if you can hear me and shit. Let me, uh, I'll, I'll inbox you on Instagram and shit. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened. That shit just, uh, uh, that shit just turned, <laughs> it just started fucking up. Uh, let me see if I can, no, that's. Alright, and you know what? I got him out of here. And for some reason, he had the echo cancellation on on his shit. So, hopefully we can get him back on. Man, sometimes, you know, y'all already know, man. If you fuck with the show, you know, every once in a while, shit just happen and it just don't be good. Can you hear me now, bro? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I can hear you now, too. I'm not sure what that was, but every once in a while, StreamYard just act, act, act a fool on me. Okay. Sorry, good. Shit, we back. Yeah, no doubt, man. So you was you was you was telling me that you know in the last couple of years you didn't kind of you know went you didn't got serious on us with it. What what, yeah, was, yeah, what, yeah. what was the change? Uh, man, you know I've been doing music pretty much all my life, and I had made a couple attempts and a couple runs at it, and kind of just start out and didn't stay consistent. You know, got frustrated and just you know put it down. And I was in a studio one day uh, over at my man, a sorry spot on the east side. And my boy Fred came in there and he, we was just kicking it and chopping it up. And uh, No, that was me. My bad. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. And so he says, uh, we just chopping it up, you know, some homeboy shit. And he said, man, he was doing a record. And he said, uh, he asked me what I thought of the record. And I think he could kind of tell on my face. I wasn't like a big fan of it. He was like, man, I don't give a fuck what you say. He was like, I'm doing this for me because this is what I always had a dream to do. And he said that, and I was like, all right, I respect that. And then he said right after that, he goes, um, he said, because he had just had, a, had his first son, I believe. And he said, plus, how I'm going to tell my kids to follow their dream, and I ain't never tried to follow mine. Oh. And it's, man, I don't know. God don't make no mistakes, man. When he said that, I, I, I've told this story a hundred times. It's like the room changed. I can't even describe it. Like a feeling came over me and I was like, that's it. That's why I got to do this shit because I can't tell my children to follow their dreams, to go after their shit. And I quit on mine. I can't even tell them and show them that it's okay to fail because I, I didn't see it through. And from there on, it was like, we had a whole new motivation, and I ain't stopped since. You know what? That's crazy. I'm 50. I'll be 51 in, I don't know, eight days. And my I got adult children. And they, a few years ago, my daughter was like, I like the fact that you decided to do some totally new shit. And you don't, one thing they know about me is when I get my teeth into something, I'm I'm biting that motherfucker until until it ain't shit to bite, like I'm yeah, I am yeah, not yeah. going to quit, and I that's the one thing I want to pass on to them. So I feel you a thousand percent on that, bro. Yeah, I ask every MC, every producer the same question: When did you fall in love with hip hop? Mm, I think. Um... <clears throat> Over on 650 East Kirby, St. Antoine, my mother got me a Fisher Price uh, record player. And, you know, at the time, my mama is probably, you know, like a mother today in her 20s. And 
She Gives Me LL Cool J, I'm Bad. It was the record. It might have had like three other records on there and a Fat Boys record. And she used to let me, on the weekends, she would let me play the records on my, I could play them on my Fisher Price, but on the weekend, she would let me play them on her record player, which was in the living room, had the two big stereos. And man, when that motherfucking, uh, when that LL Cool, when that I'm Bad drop, when that beat drop, man, that shit did something to me. And I, that's just the feeling I remember being in that living room, hearing that shit through them speakers, man. And it's, I've been writing and rapping ever since, for real, for real. Nigga, I knew, me and my cousin Eddie knew the whole fucking video when that came on. Every yeah. move, the, ooh, nigga. And, and yeah. where, where's where's he on your list of great ones? Uh, when it comes to you know, I kind of look at that shit a little different than most people I've I've had the pleasure of having these conversations with. So you know, to answer your your question directly, you know, he's definitely in the top ten to fifteen greats, legends as far as you know what they did when they had their time. You know, the impact, the influence. Um, I, I would put him, you know, definitely in the top 10 or 15. I can't really give him a, a for show number. I have to really think on it um, because I think his impact, his influence, you know, the, the ability to be a pioneer um, and, and how many people he inspired is very, very critical. It holds a lot of weight. And I think a lot of people, especially like younger folks, don't really know. And maybe, you know, they, they, they wouldn't know. That, but they don't really know just how many of the people that they think are legends and that they hold in high regard were influenced by LL. And so I think that yeah. is one of his biggest claims to fame. And I think that's, you know, a big part of his GOAT talk. Um, I can't lie and say I got him as one of my favorite MCs, honestly. Just don't say you got Buster but, Rhymes because Ova said that shit, man. I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> You know what's crazy about that is I remember, shout out to this nigga Ed. That's always some shit Oba would say to But if you know Oba, if you know Oba, that's my baby too. We went to uh, we went to school together. That's my dog for real, for real. Um, if you know Oba and you really look and pay attention to his music and, and, and his abilities, um, that's not, you know, that's not crazy. I could see that. And Buster is, you know, that nigga got, he, he a legend for sure. I, I remember when we were in high school, I remember a nigga told me once, Buster Rhymes is the godfather of hip hop. And I, I almost punched him. I think I almost right, punched bruh, him. Like, but, I, yeah, I just about puke right there. But, you know, it's, it's, you know, that's, you know, the fact is these guys make you feel and they've had their time. And so like I can say, whether it's LL or Buster, I do have the ability to recognize their significance and their impact. And, you know, I understand, I understand why people would say the things that they say i truly do when it comes to like favorites and the best to me and <clears throat> my qualifications or the things that i admire and i think that are dope you know like i said i ain't gonna cap act like i would have them on my top list as far as the best or who who my favorites are but they are legends in their own right and they have uh disrespect of their impact and their contribution is ridiculous they are they, they are legends for sure i would absolutely agree with that how many how many projects have you done so far um well i think if you put them all together uh 
shit, we did the, uh, I'm here, the D-Rick EP a long time ago, and then I just started from when I really just got back active. So I dropped three projects uh, here and now, Tar Right with my man Weez, and then I just did Kid Alicia's son, uh, a host of singles. That one is fire. And, uh, they, they all fire, but but the, but the, uh, the Kid Alicia's son? Oof. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, that's my that's that's probably my my most cohesive project to date for sure. It it it, it had a sound to it. Yeah, and uh, we were going for that, and I really uh, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Oh, no doubt, man. Who who produced that? Was it different producers, or the same cat? Yeah, no, nah, different producers, different producers for sure. Um, I'm trying to get a, you know, just still finding my way and building my my audience, you know, brick by brick, you know, and taking pride in that process and taking pride in the grind of, of literally building that fan base. Um, I'm looking forward to getting more off into uh, opportunities to do, you know, separate projects with, with producers, like making a whole project produced mm -hmm. by one, by one set or, you know, one producer. So that's definitely something I'm open to, but not kidding. Lisa's son was various producers. You, you and Boldy cut from a different cloth. Like, 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 as far as not just lyrically, but the beats y'all pick. It ain't, you know, not no disrespect to, to everybody else from the city. It's just, uh, y'all, y'all got like an old soul to it. Like, it's yeah. just, and the cadences, the, the rhyme structures, the, the whole, the lingo. It's like Detroit lingo with a twist. Yeah, yeah. You know, man, Bodie is. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Bode. go ahead. That, that nigga Bodie, like, he's that. Legend. He, Shout out to Bodie, too, man. Get well. Yeah. Dog uh, uh, had an accident and grateful to God that he made it through and he survived it. He, uh, rehabilitating and get well right now. I'm sure everybody's yeah, heard and seen, but just want to take, and take a moment to, to acknowledge him and, and definitely say, man, get better, so get better, so. Nigga, this what is that? Disneyland? Uh, Disney Channel. Disney Channel. Disney Channel. Yeah. Nigga, that that's gotta be for me probably top five out the city ever. Like I love. Man, I love, appreciate. Yeah, it's, love it's, that it's, song. Uh, yeah, you know it's so crazy too, man. That's a, that's that song is really special uh, to me for a whole lot of reasons, and and I'd say the primary reason is because the way that whole song and association even came about was uh, through a good brother by the name of Jay or Justin. Um, Bodie you know him as Jay Rock, and he was like family, or he was really family with my brother Weez, and uh, that's how I knew him, and um, you know, he is no longer with us, but his soul is still pushing strong around here, but he's not with us in the flesh no more. But Jay Rock, Justin was the reason we even got together, and mm -hmm. Justin and Bodie, Jay and Bodie had a really close relationship, and uh, you know, he knew me and Weez was was working on some music together, and he offered it up. He was like, "Hey, man, y'all got to get Bodie," and he made it his point. I remember he told me he was like, "Dog, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get y'all together." And true to his word, man, he set up. He had Bodie come to the studio. My man Karan Babylon, Bodie pulled up, and it was you know it was just you know when real niggas link up, and it was like we known each other forever, and you know uh, we really got a chance to to just you know build on that record we put we found the beat and he was like man i know this a bodie record 
and he put the beat on and we all just went to cooking and it was uh he came and did the video with my man Rose Spit, Ron Dan, shout out to Secret Garden. Um and it was really like a family affair and we was really happy that Justin got Jay got to be in the video and uh it's just really special um that you know we got a chance to do such a such a dope song with obviously the acclaim that Bodie got and, and what he keeps getting and the pressure he keep putting on. Um, this is a really dope opportunity. And so I'm, I'm forever grateful to just being allowed to be a part of that. And uh, yeah, man, it was really, uh, really cool. What, what what part of the city you from? West side, West side. Where at? You know, I, always, I always say seven mile, cause you know, shit, that was, um, that was the area that I was, you know, I felt like I was there before I was born. Grandparents stayed on Glastonbury. My other grandma stayed on Mendota. Um, you know, I pretty much grew up with my grandmother until my pops came home. Mama was always working. But when my pops came home, we went to uh, uh, over there in like Rosedale Park off of uh, Grand River and Finkel. And so I kind of spent most of my time between Rosedale and Seven Mile. Rosedale and Seven Mile every day. Went to middle school over on Seven Mile. My mama had a shop. What middle school you go to, bro? Because I grew up on Rosemont. I went to Ludington. Oh, man. Ludington, man. He's got with the Tav. Yeah, you sound man. like you must be a Tav nigga. Or something. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a, I had a couple standoffs with y'all niggas. You know what I'm saying? I held it. I had a couple standoffs with you niggas a few times. Right on Edinburgh. What's up? Nigga, what's up? Meet me at the little season. What's happening? Oh, my goodness, man. What's Yo. happening? Uh, it's, uh, it's all love, man. We, uh, But yeah, man, so my my mom had the shop, Salon Classique, right across from the library right there on 7 to Southfield for shit since I was like five years old up until I was well after, after being grown. Um, and, uh, you know, just like I say, being back and forth at the shop, working at Strictly Sportswear, grandma on fucking Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, all throughout high school. Oh my god, man! Yeah. I remember, I uh, remember when Strictly Open, nigga. Yeah, yeah. That shit was like, yeah. It, it, All it I can tell like niggas no is no other. What a time to be alive! That that was oh, that was that was a that was a god. wild time. That was a wild time. It was fun. No. I learned. I learned. Car so wash. Much about niggas think that car wash was heated heated over the last couple of years. Nigga, that car wash used to be heated. Whew, yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole oh, lot going on. It's a whole lot going oh, on, man. man. Good and bad, man. We uh, but a lot of people always acknowledge and sensationalize the negative shit. But you know, it was a lot of uh, a lot of positive things that went on in that strip, and I learned a lot about Absolutely. life uh, from those black folk, particularly the Hamlins. God bless that family. Uh, Mama Dorothy Hamlin, Kathy, uh, R.I.P. Big Paul. Uh, Daddy Hamlin, Calvin, you know, I, I, I got, I was fortunate to be around that entire family. That was the first time I seen a family unit operate a business. And I was there, I was sitting right in it and I got a chance to see so much and learn so much. And, uh, so I really just like to take the opportunity, you know, being from Detroit and the West side mm-hmm. of Detroit, you know, we all, we know the horror stories. We all know somebody or you know, have been ourselves around a lot of the bullshit and, yeah. you know, we're going to yeah. deal with all that in the music. You know what I'm saying? It's going to come out because it's real, but I just like to make it, I like to be intentional about highlighting the positive. What you say? You're an adult. You make music like it. Is that? It, it, yeah, I, I'm, I'm an adult. I'm, I'm, 
I'm an adult and I rap like it. Beautiful. I love that shit. Like I got the same look from the owners of Teeny's Deli. I never really asked them their name. They was just always mm. there my whole fucking life. Like yeah, and I a remember few years Tini. ago. Yeah, I remember Teeny. They st- a few years ago, as a matter of fact, I was talking about them like yesterday. So I was like, well, you know, I think I might go up there because I live in Cleveland. I might drive back and okay. that's where I want to spend my little birth, go for my little birthday dinner. I did that a few years ago, man. Um, and, and just just to support, you know, because it, it un- unfortunately they, you know, it it ain't as it was, you know, when I was a kid. But the fact that they still there is, yep. is just something to me, you know, got to yeah. be celebrated. Yeah. How do you write, man? What's the process? Uh, my favorite place to write is in the car. Um, I, I think that's my it's my favorite studio is the car or you know being in a vehicle. Uh, but mainly, you know, I try not to. I, I try not to. I've learned, I should say, to not tr- try so hard. I try to let it come to me. Uh, if I hear a beat. And I like it. I just write to it, you know, and I, and I never stop recording. I never stop writing. I don't really like write per project or per song. I kind of just always keep material. Um, sometimes you get inspired and I just try to get it all out and, uh, you know, and go back and, you know, tighten it up and clean it up and make it appropriate and fitting for whatever, you know, the next opportunity, uh, whatever the next opportunity is. Sometimes I, I could just freestyle it depending on what type of record it is. So uh, I've, I've learned to kind of adjust and be able to write in different ways, just kind of depending on, you know, the record and the situation. Like, you know how you get, you get a vision of, of how the song should be. It was the last yeah. time you went to the studio and just like, it's everybody else is like, oh, it's dope. And you like, no, nah, cause it's just something missing. It. I can't explain it, but it just ain't right. Um, well, I'll say this. That kind of just happened recently, but in reverse. Okay. Well, no. Yeah, it was kind of in reverse. So we had this record uh, I just dropped not too long ago. It's called Little Larry. And, you know, it kind of has this different tempo, um, different kind of beat selection. But it's, you know, it's sweet. And at least to me, it's, it's dope as shit to me. But we did the record, or I did the record, um, kind of just trying some shit out. I really didn't have a plan about it or, you know, direction. I was just trying some shit out. I thought the beat was really unique, and I was like, man, let me try some shit. And I put some shit on there, and I kind of freestyled the hook just based on how it made me feel. And I was like, ah, you know, whatever, just trying some shit. And I put it up. And so I was playing the records for my team, and niggas, my, my 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 business partner, my cousin, my brother, shout out the CEO. He he heard the record and he kept, you know, I would play record. He kept being like, man, that little, that, and we didn't call it Little Larry at the time. So he was just like, man, that record, that shit got some bite to it, bro. You gotta you gotta flush that out. And I kept being like, no, nah, that shit ain't really hitting no shit. And one day I was in the studio and I was just like, man, let me really like put some effort into it. And so I really got busy inside the verse. And really put some sauce into that hook. Me and the engineer, shout out Karan, uh, Red Karan out there at Babylon Studio. We we kind of really sat down on the record and really, I kind of gave him, I was like, man, this shit got kind of a jit feel. 
and and right at the time, Lil Uzi had dropped that. I just want to rock. I just want to, and they kind of still had that same bop. And mm-hmm. I was like, I ain't really trying to bite that. But when I hear it, being from Detroit, you know what I'm saying? I hear some jitting shit, and we kind of you know built that record. And by the time we was done, I was like, yo, this shit sounds sweet as hell. And we put together a cover, and the little Larry shit came because that's my cousin Larry. Shout out to Larry. All my life, every time we have a family function, Larry coming, he jit. He just, he, that's just what he gonna do. My family why, gonna Why am I not seeing that, that in videos, though? I don't get it. I'm not what seeing that. In, it, like, I'm not, I, I, I don't watch every rap video from Detroit, but I'm not seeing that in niggas' videos, jitting. Yeah, it's in my video, because that's what the shit built around. So if you take a look, little Larry, the I whole video is niggas jitting. Yeah, you gotta check that out. Uh, yes, the link is right it. there on my bio. Because that's so fucking Detroit. Oh man, without question. And um, yeah, that's how we built the we built the whole the the cover art and all that shit. It was my cousin Larry. We was like, man, we just gonna call it Little Larry because that's what we affectionately call him in the family. And that was the coldest jit nigga that we knew growing up. So it was like, what well, shit? This is what we gonna call it? We really was just you know doing something <laughs> we thought was cool. And the shit, everybody who heard it was like, yo, this shit crazy. And we really pushed this. And we ended up shooting a video of Jit Masters. Uh, they came in, in, in uh, I don't think it was Jit Masters. I'm talking about House of Jit. I apologize. House of Jit and their beautiful team came over and uh, did the video. And they and they went in that bitch and they cut up. And I had a couple of niggas just pull up to the studio. We had some drinks and niggas just was freestyling. And it just reminded you of that old you know that old jit circle vibe right when oh nigga, you just hear the beat niggas get the clapping oh my and, goodness yeah. niggas in the yeah, middle of the street like what you got nigga? let's that's, go actually that's in the that's in the hook so the hook be like what you got right what you got right? you gotta listen to the song <laughs> take a look at the video it's the exact vibe i swear to god yo man i swear man it, it ain't no city on the that i've ever been to like detroit i'm just gonna put it to you like that and i'm buying without question but I ain't never been in no city like Detroit. Speaking of that, I, man, I've been to a lot. I've been to a lot of cities. It ain't nothing like Detroit. I don't give a fuck what they talking about. I, I said it. It ain't nothing like Detroit. Your Just favorite like Detroit like. MCs. I'm sorry, go ahead. It ain't nothing like what? Let me, let me let you finish. No, that. I was just saying, just like it ain't nothing like New York. And it ain't nothing like Miami. It's it's nothing like none of these places, right? And New Detroit, York stinks is full of trash. You can find that anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I got my nigga Henny is from New York, man, and I always clown that nigga about how dirty New York yeah. is. So, yeah, <laughs> shout out to my yeah, New York they, niggas, they, though, they, man. Nah, they, they it's love with them <laughs> niggas. But yeah, man, every place got they, you know, and uh, it's just you know Detroit. You know, I just love when Detroit gives itself its flowers, and, and we receive those flowers because you know a lot of us been around long enough to remember when that wasn't the case. But um, man, I'm sorry. Right. What we ask? Let, let, let's talk Detroit, man. Favorite Coney? Mm. It's a scrap between Hollywood or Grand River between uh, Evergreen and Lasser. Lasser, Lasser, depending on what size we're from. It's a scrap between them and Nikki D's. A mile of Evergreen, Nikki D's. See, I got L. George's on Warren. L. George's is delicious, bro. No, nah, El George is cool, but I don't think uh, I've been to the joint on, on, on last year though. Yeah, well, it's right there on Grand River between uh, Evergreen and I'm 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 yeah. 
I'm gonna have to come. I'm a, I'm gonna Hollywood, to Hollywood got the is the most. Oh, it's yeah, it's a scrap between them niggas. On any given day, I can't pick between, but it's it's between them two for sure. All right, top three MCs out of Detroit. Ever or right now? Ever. And I'm gonna let you. I'll let you marinate on that one. Cheddar Boys, or or uh, 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 oh my goodness, uh, uh, Rock Bottom. Uh, back then, I was a I was more of a Rock Bottom fan. I, I used to Rod Day is like my guy, and I used to be the biggest fan of, of Rock Bottom. I couldn't. I played Man. that shit all day, every day. So. Oh my god, that, like that's just city. who I was more oh, partial to. God, nigga. Yeah. To this day, that's one of my favorite CDs. Yeah, so it's really, good. I, I, it's really good. You cannot, you cannot tell me the big hurt is he, that nigga's actually in my top five. Period. And and when I say that, yeah, I have to explain it, who who the nigga is to niggas that ain't from the city. But man, yeah, 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 yeah. That nigga was the nigga that, like, awesome Dre. No, actually, Amir the Merciless was the first nigga that I was like, yo. Like I went to school with uh, DJ Los, and when him and Easy B dropped the album, I was like, you know, I was it was the first niggas I saw with their own album, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you can do this. These niggas had on minks and big ass chains, and I see this nigga in the hallway at school. I'm like, yeah. oh, that shit is actually tangible. I can do that. But Amir the Merciless, this nigga only made one song I've ever heard in my life: "A Day Without a Rhyme." Jesus Christ. I, I graduated <laughs> in 89, and this was high school I heard this song. And to this yeah. day, that's one of my favorite songs. That nigga made me believe that I could rap. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. Absolutely. To, that shit took me back a little bit. Nah, man, we, we, we vibing. We kicking it. That's what it's supposed to do. That's what it's supposed to do. All right, so Still got, marinating man? on that on that quick. So... <sighs> I'm going to do it like this, man. You said who is the top three? Yep. Overall, all time ever, I'm going to go with Royce, 5'9". I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Blade. I'm gonna go with Blade, and these are the top. I'm not necessarily saying who my favorite. I'm just telling you, in my opinion, these are the top people ever Blade, out of the Blade, city. Blade changed Detroit. Yeah, you can't deny his cultural impact. It's just yeah. you, you're it's lying. Just stanky right there, bro. Like yeah. you can't. Yeah. Royce, Blade, Icewood. And I must say, today I must say, Bodie. Today I must say Bodie, because I know how long, and and because of the upside of what I see coming in consistency. I think he may arguably have the longest run Nigga. ever out of a Detroit Nigga. artist. 
and I, I'm arguably he he's getting up there with just just taking out the Detroit part. Yeah, yeah. So that's so my the that's nigga my, does not my, miss. Nah, nah. And, and Royce is, I mean, when it comes to lyrical excellence and standard, I mean, you know, it's niggas. You know, it's it's an intelligent conversation to be had about him maybe being the top three lyricist of all you know in that all time top five all time ever absolutely in rap so absolutely i think that the fact that that type of that type of ability and talent was bred out of detroit cannot be ever underrated and i think whether or not musically you you know think they're the best or not i just think when i look at longevity and impact and 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 skill and shit like that i just think that those guys they just, you know, they have set themselves apart in ways that may not yeah. ever be done again. So yeah. that's why I say those three. Now, like, like I would have said, I, like with Blade, I was a little on the eve, but the, the, you know, but because like lyrically, Blade ain't there, but the impact that nigga had, yeah, you you can't yeah. deny that that nigga completely changed Detroit. Going forward, yeah, I mean, music. Yeah, I mean, and the thing, forever. I think what people, yeah, and I think the thing I always look at too is when it comes to impact, for me at least, impact is also about can you see the prints or the imprints of their impact in these next generations? Like anything that we love today, everything that they love about Detroit today, these guys that's like killing shit right now, whether it's Faith, uh, Ray. Babyface Ray, whether it's Peasy, whether it's Vezo, um, um, Skilla, you know, uh, Sada, um, any of these guys, like the look, the bravado, right? Like, you know, Blade, as far as from a what we saw and us seeing what we see every day and what we look up to and admire every day, you know, Blade really embodied that shit. And I think yeah. that that's you don't have what you have today if he didn't do that and if he wasn't what he was. So I think that impact is, you know, I don't even know if you can measure it for real. When the niggas that don't, when the niggas that hate you still bump your shit, that's impact. There's a lot of niggas in the city that did not like that nigga, but fuck with that nigga music. Yeah, I, mean, I can imagine for sure. Yeah, you know, um, Yo, <laughs> I think like, go ahead, bro. No, I was gonna say because you can have a conversation. You know, me and my friends, we argue about this shit a lot. You know about like you know out of the newer guys, you know who is the best and whatnot. And I think they deserve kind of a separate conversation because they have made some some significant strides in in ways that some of the other aforementioned legends couldn't have done because you know just the market wasn't the same the accessibility wasn't the same i don't know what a blood ice would would have did if he had access to the to the industry in the way that it is set up today right and that's just you know you got that conversation about basketball you know what will chamberlain would have did if he yeah. played in these yeah. rules and what kevin durant would have done in 1933 i don't fucking know you know what i'm saying what i do know is that when these niggas had their time, they took it as far as it could possibly go and Facts. even more, even beyond. Facts. And that is what I don't know if this generation doing that though, bro. 
I, I mean, I, I think, think the niggas are... is on, respectfully. They kind of on a treadmill of hip hop, man. They done found one groove, nigga, and they gonna ride that bitch to the way it felt. Like I seen the interview, and man, I would love to interview uh, I swear. Um, but it was, I think it was Hip Hop Lab, and they was talking about people saying he make the same song over and over and over. And his response was, "So, I get it from from a from a business standpoint, but from an artistic standpoint, like I, that's not what I want to hear." Right. That the I just think that the thing is though, right? Even as a consumer, right? We, you know, if it ain't what you want to hear. I always challenge people and I'll be like, well, go make sure that you give an energy to what you do want here, because I can guarantee you whatever you do like, I guarantee you it's about 20 new niggas who doing what you do like. And if you can't show me that you really know who they are and that you are pressing them, then really you kind of the, the, the old nigga get off my lawn nigga. Cause all you really want to do is hear the shit the way you used to hear it. And that's not the same. Right. Yeah. That's not preserving yeah. culture. Right. That's not preserving culture. That's not that's a person who really doesn't really is not invested in progress. Right. You love it, but you love what you like. Right. Loving the culture is loving the progress. And when you love the progress, you contribute to the progress. And so if you love, you know, which is what I see you doing and fucking with me, because I'm not a icewear Vezo type of rapper. I love Vezo shit. I, I think it's amazing. But I also recognize that we are two different people. And I love the fact that Detroit is getting the opportunity, or at least this is an opportunity to display the fact that, you know, we have just as much charisma and and flow and talent and skill in every area, not just in the flossy street rap way, right? We got that mm -hmm. shit over here. If niggas want to talk street, real, real bars, these, even these niggas, is them type of niggas. And so whenever people, you know, the whole point was to find what you do and make that shit work. Because what a person has to understand is that if Vezo doesn't continue to make the records that he makes, right, even if it's to satisfy you, he now loses the fan that does like that. So you yeah. can't win. So you have yeah. to deal with who's invested in you. And that's who you cater to. And if that's what they want, a nigga can make the argument that Bodie make the same kind of music. I've heard, you know, I listen to my daughter get in the car. She's 13. She hear Bodie. She like, oh, my God. Oh, what is that? I don't want to hear this shit. Where is Skilla, baby? Where I want to hear Skilla, baby. Where is uh, uh, Taby? I want to hear them. And I love it because that's how it's supposed to go. Right. She's supposed to be exactly. listening to Taby. Yes. She's yes. supposed to be listening to Skilla, baby. That's where she belong. That's her shit. Yeah. Right. And where I, I you, you know, like I said, a lot of time, you know, those of us who have been more seasoned have had the opportunity to kind of see this thing grow. We forget that, you know, we scream culture, but you have to pour back into that shit. You can't be talking to culture and you're not contributing to the progress. Right. And so we, that's why it's important that the Bodies or the D Ricks or the Marv Ones or Rose Spitz, like, you know, these niggas still rapping. These niggas are still going and you got to go get them niggas some flowers and go get them niggas some run because they are still making the music that you like, whether you call it old, new, whatever, they still making that shit. And it's niggas who still doing that kind of music and have elevated 
that kind of music so that it does fit the new wave and it does fit the newer energy but it's still the shit that you like but if you're not supporting them with as much effort as you give telling Vezo and whoever the mother niggas is that I don't like that shit that then man you're not you're, you're part not, of the problem you're not yeah you're part of the problem you're not helping progress you're just talking you know like, we can't say, get off my lawn yeah yeah that type of shit although I will say man I got a chance to interview Bodie uh matter of fact I interviewed everybody you just mentioned except Marv fuck you at Marv come on bro anyway um <laughs> One thing about Baldy, he was disappointed because he felt like Detroit ain't have his back. Like, like he didn't get the love in the city that he deserves. And I absolutely agree. Yeah, Unfortunately, though, he is caught in almost like a, a back to the future time warp type of situation. Like, that nigga is just an old soul that the rest of the world loves to death. But it's a it's a it's a different C in the in Detroit, if that even makes I mean, sense. Yeah, I mean, that, that nigga is the Atlantic game. Ocean, and Detroit is the Pacific Ocean, and yeah. they just but not you, really giving this nigga like like they're not gonna really give him his props for some years. Unfortunately, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, I guess you know certain platforms may or may not, but I ain't gonna lie, man. I think over the last few years, I've seen a lot of. A lot more people engage and 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 and, and um, you know hold Bodie up and hold that music up. So you know some things take more time than others. You know what I'm saying? You can't please them all. I think the main thing that I've learned from you know the likes of a Bodie and others like him is man in the true Detroit fashion, man, you got to do your shit and stand on your shit. Fuck them, whatever they on, whatever they not on. You know the niggas who really uh, hold straight up anyway you know i ain't never heard nobody speak bad or or, or negative about dogs so and even musically so you know what i'm saying it's like uh i think his energy has always been good anytime that i've seen him and, and seen him interact and i think other artists from the city and other fan bases i think people more than anything respect uh you know Bodie and, and, and other people like that and uh, i think ultimately that's all you could really you know really ask for and uh, time will tell, you know what I'm saying? Everything ain't supposed to happen at the same time. And, you know, Thanks. that's why you just have to stay consistent. And, you know, just keep letting the story play out. And you never know how it all come out and come together. And, you know, I remember niggas not even fucking with Jay-Z and Reasonable Doubt. I remember that. And then and I looked I up one and of those everybody niggas. said, and I, I looked up and everybody said yes. that was one of the greatest rap albums ever. And, uh, okay. You know, I, I still I no, I'm I'm not with that shit. Like I wasn't really a Jay Z <laughs> fan <laughs> until that, after the that. nigga retired. And that that nigga started talking adult shit. Then I start fucking with yeah. Jay Z. All that other that's shit, crazy. man. Yeah, you know, like to me, he fun. was but just a nigga stealing other people's shit. Copy that. Copy. Yeah, I'm always interested to hear people's uh, perspective, especially people who. Uh, you know, just a little bit more wiser and have seen a few more things than I have. Um, it's always interesting to hear people's perspective, young and, and, and not so young, um, in in relation to, you know, figures like Jay-Z. And uh, it's definitely not always, um, it's not as, you know, one-sided. And uh, he's the GOAT greatest of all time, as people may think. You know, I know where I got him at and I know how I feel about the material more so that, that he's, you know, 
given us throughout the years. But uh, yeah, man, it's interesting. It's interesting. It's a lot of hip hop shit, man. Niggas like to revise history and make niggas seem like back in the day they was bigger than they were and they weren't. You know, like mm. like respectfully, uh, uh, Brand Nubians was okay back in the day. It was Grand Pooba mm. and them other niggas. And when Grand Pooba left, <laughs> them niggas had a song. Okay. Respectfully, but them niggas think they legends. I, they got the right to think whatever they want to think. I'm not mad at you. However, looking back, you know, Big L is another one. Another unpopular opinion of mine, but he was not the, a, a popular MC when he was living. Niggas thought he had no, bars, well, but he was he not was, like... He was, I say this though. This the thing though. For what he had to work with, Big L was a motherfucking monster. So what he had to work with, wasn't he fucking with uh digging in the crates? Yeah, but what I'm saying, so my thing is this though. It's it, I, again, I just wage things or I like to gauge things on impact, right? They like, you know, me and you, right? Being in Detroit City or like me at least, I know I'm in Detroit. I remember getting hip to Big L and listening, but you know, I've got a couple partners out in New York, a couple partners in Harlem, mm-hmm. and to mm-hmm. hear them, you know, I Big L was almost like in Harlem, kind of like how our how we did Blade, how okay. we saw Blade, how we viewed Blade. Like, you know, you gotta like there, and I'm just I I I, I commend, or I guess I've always been kind of just. Um, you know, just kind of, you know, wowed by the, the the outpour and the constant throughout the years. I mean, shit, it's been, what, 20 been years, years since Big L? Yeah. Right, I mean, yeah. I think it's been more than 20 years since Big L passed sure away. And still to this day, you will find niggas over there who, who have no reason, you know, it's of no benefit to them. And they'll tell you, like, nah, man, Big L was that. And I think, you know, I, I'm not really qualified to speak on it because I wasn't there. But to have I that was. Kind of I wasn't in his nigga neighborhood, but they try to extrapolate it like if he was big in New York, he was big everywhere. No, nigga, he wasn't. No, he I was, don't think he, he was, was big, big everywhere. I think no, no, I think that yeah, for sure, without question. He was definitely big in New York. I, he didn't have the national presence that, you know, many other artists did have. And and, you know, I think that was the hope and that could have been the plan. And, you know, definitely his his life ended probably, you know, in our position in our in my eyes and many people's eyes, his life was taken way too short. Yes. You know, because he was one of the ones he was like, man, look what he may be able to do because of what he was already doing and the talent he was already displaying. So, you know, I think that's where a lot of it, I think that's where a lot of the claim comes from is because there's so much what he could have, what, what may have happened because of how good he was when he was here. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of that is just kind of how people deal with the untimely death. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know, you can't tell us about blade. You know, we ain't having it. You can't, don't you say nothing (laughs) wrong because it's more than how good he could rap. It's what he represented. It's the promise, right? It's the stories. It's the, it's the aura. Right, it's it's those things that have us like, nah, man, that's one of our heroes, and we and we and because you ain't here and he's not here to show what the potential gonna be, we gonna honor him by operating as if the pencil the potential would have gone beyond the skies, you know, would have been beyond the moon. We're gonna, because we're gonna give we have him the, the benefit right. of the doubt potentially. Yeah, because he because he earned that, and we have the right to 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 presume that. 
It's Thank an you, intelligent man. presumption. And so that's how we celebrate him. And I just think like a big L, it's kind of the same, it's kind of the same vein, the same energy out in Harlem. At least that's what I've experienced. Nigga, you a deep motherfucker, bro. Yeah, well, it beats being shallow. I can tell you that. <laughs> it, beat, it beats being shallow. Well, shallow. I'm a little bit of both. I'm a petty-ass nigga, but I can also have a deep conversation occasionally. Hey, man. Hey, man. You got to know who you are. That, that's what you got to do. You got to know who you are, nigga. For real, for real. You got to do that first. What do you want your legacy to be? Mm. That, that 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 above all I, I I my work my work my work ethic was what set me apart. I wanna be known as the guy who they just could not work him. They could you know, you might have had a bigger budget, you might have had more money, you might have had better connections, you might have had better records, but what you couldn't do was outwork me. And, uh, you know, that's a that's a taller task. You know, that's not something that comes overnight. It's going to take a long route to 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 earn that title. Um, but, you know, what's up? I'm from Detroit. Nigga, what's up? What's, what's happening? Up? Fuck yeah. Detroit. What's up? What y'all want to do? <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, I'm in the car with, 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 with a cat. And I'm like, yo, let me put you up on this D-Rig, nigga. What? Give me three songs I, I should play. Firstborn Son, Talking Crazy, uh, Tight Niggas. Okay. Yeah, I'm about to. Are those all on the Kid and Leisha joint or are they all talk? Firstborn right? Born Son is on Kid and Leisha's son. Talking Crazy is on here and now. Um, Type niggas is on here now. Um, I would put Disney Channel on there too. So I, I snuck a fourth one in there. That's on tar, right? I will put outside on there. I'm gonna sneak one in there too. Okay. Yeah, niggas love outside. That's one of my favorite records as well. I just couldn't. That's 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 a fan favorite, honestly. So yeah, I fuck with outside. Like you could say outside too. Definitely, definitely in heavy rotation. I fucked with that. Now you got the. Got the soul that I fucks with with you, but it also got the nice little up tempo type of joint. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 that's. that's. Yo, um, if there's anything I can ever do for you, bro, all you gotta do is say the word. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate that sincerely. Thank you so much for having me, man. Thank you. Oh no, man, it's been my honor, man. Um, and like I say, I fucks with you. Actually, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to. I hope she's watching this too, cause I'm. I'm trying to interview her and her mother. Okay. Okay. Yeah. She, she yeah. Already yeah. Know. yeah she already yeah. know. Legends for sure. Legends yeah. for sure. I already put that out yeah. there. But it's not too often that you see two two women that that have been in the game and not only just been in the game but been put their foot down. Yeah. You know. Yep. Um, and that's a that's as as a legacy. You know, mother daughter. I don't know if I've ever heard of that. You know, in the music game, especially on the, on the managerial side, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it definitely, really crazy. Uh, it's definitely an awesome story. Your kids come to you. Let's say your daughter wants to rap. What, what, what advice you got for her? Get to work. 
get to work. Would, would you be mad up. if she turned into? No. No. Nothing. Not Whatever she wants to do is cool. Put your heart into it. If you put in God first, put your heart into it, and you ready to die about it. I got your back. That's because that's my advice. Take God with you. Keep God with you. Be ready to die about it. And get to work. I'm with you on that. That's it. I, well, I want to say thank you, bro, for taking your time and your energy and, and offering your wisdom to the platform, man. This has been a phenomenal conversation, man. Absolutely, Absolutely truly man. Thank appreciate you so much. You, I appreciate everybody tapping in. And uh, thank you again, man. Really appreciate it. Oh, last question. Yo, when, when you dropping something new? Uh, Coming out right here in February. I'm, I'm actually uh, I'm in a funky-ass mood when it comes to love. So based on recent events, I have a message. <laughs> For Valentine's Day. <laughs> put some shit on the floor. <laughs> I'm dead ass serious too. Yo. That's not recent events. You about to ruin Hollywood. I mean, Hollywood. You about to ruin, ruin Valentine's Day for everybody. No, my, sh- no, my shit was ruined, so I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> Yo, I got to hear this one, though, man. Please, please make sure you hit me with yeah, that it's one. Fuck, it's called Fuck Valentine's. You'll see it. It's coming, it's coming real soon. Yo, actually, that sounds pretty fire. I don't think I've ever heard that, man. And yo, that, that actually might. What, when is, when you gonna do a joint with Akinelli? Is, is I know, I'm, I know I'm butchering his name, but. Uh, man, Leave whenever, that. whenever a motherfucker tap in and say he wanna do it, this shit, this up with me. I'm, I'm in that season and I'm working with whoever wanna work with me. I feel you on that. All right, man, I ain't gonna take too much more of your time, man. Um, on that note, man. Much love to you, bro. Um, and blessings it. to whatever you decide to do in life, man. Um, I'm, I'm definitely riding with you, man. This was definitely an enjoyable conversation. Um, you welcome. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. Know. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Y'all she take got my, easy, my math. If you need anything, hit me up. It's on. Take less. All right. No doubt, bro. Have a good one. All right, now. Yo, yo, that was a very dope conversation with the one and only D-Rick. Man, shout out to Detroit, man. What up, though? Um, yo, and my birthday is in eight days, man. Give me money. I'm not one of those people that is above begging. If I had a fucking, you know what? I do. I got a cup. You see, my daughter's made this cup for me years ago, and I keep it right here on, on my set. Um, but shout out, shout out to my baby girls, man. Um, but yes, I will take money. My cash app is dollar sign Jobstown J O B S. T-O-W-N. Yo, shout out to the Nerve DJs, man. Shout out to DJ Johnny O. Thank you for all the opportunities. Um, It's definitely been an honor fucking with the Nerve DJs, man. Shout out to T-Rex. Shout out to Big Health, man. The Big Health show is just oh, phenomenal. Um, And you you definitely can't show, catch me out, you know, on the Nerve DJs everywhere um, doing my thing, too. Um... So, anyway, on that note, oh, and hold on, let me make sure I get this right. Don't forget to tap in to WNRV 108.1 on Mixcloud. If you want to check out any of my shows and shit, they'll be up there too. Um, I'm on Spotify, uh, Google Play, Apple, the whole nine. Just look up Intellectually Petty Radio. On that note, man, this has been Jobs.
Hey yo, man, I love seeing this too, man. Shout out to Brother Malcolm, man. I'm from tr I'm for truth, no matter who tells it. I'm for justice, no matter who it is for or against. And on that note, man, I'm out.